Hi everyone and welcome to episode 78 of Stammer, a program which invites an expert to talk about their area of expertise. This week we're lucky to have Julie Kane and she's going to talk to us about junk in our trunks, how to get rid of viruses, parasites, fungi and metabolic waste. Julie's been a nurse for 30 years and has worked for a functional medicine whole food supplement company in Florida, sunny Florida. She discovered that she suffered from Lyme and Epstein-Barr viruses <coughs> was healed by local holistic doctors. During her path to recovery, Julie learned many valuable life lessons, lessons she wants everyone to learn so they too can find their optimal wellness. So welcome to our show, Julie. It's lovely to have you with us. Thank you, John. It's so wonderful to be here. So let's go back to the very beginning. You started working as a nurse. Was it at that stage that you discovered that you had Epstein-Barr virus and Lyme? <clears throat> no, I, I was sick for a long time. Oh. And as I approached the age of 50, I yes. got slower and not as smart. Oh dear. And I thought, hmm, I wonder why my brain is working so slow and my body doesn't move fast anymore. I guess it's right. because I'm getting close to 50. Right, right. And I was seeing a doctor regularly and a, a couple different doctors. And back then, you know, 25, 30 years ago, they... Hang on, I'm doing the math. I'm doing the math. It was 50 years. <laughs> it was 25. Really? Okay, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> but you're looking very... Yeah, they, yeah. Sorry, younger than what you're saying. Oh, well, thank you. Your years must be shorter than my years. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably didn't think to do a Lyme, any type of Lyme mm, testing. Mm, and mm. the Lyme testing wasn't that great back then anyway. Yes. And I, I actually lived in Seattle at the time. And um, I just thought I wasn't getting enough sunshine. Right. And so I, ha I had the opportunity to move to Florida and I thought I'll feel better when I get down there in that sunshine. Yes. And as, as I moved down here at age 50 and wham, it hit me. I got worse. Really? And I didn't know what happened. I mean, I was exhausted. I, I dread getting off the couch. I couldn't work for a while. And then I started uh, seeing a chiropractor because I, I had some neck issues and I started meeting oh. holistic people yes. and they, they, they said, Hey, you, you need to purchase this really expensive piece of medical equipment. <laughs> That'll tell you what's wrong with you. And so I did, I don't know if, if I can na uh, name, name brands, but uh, I, I did, it was, it's, and I still use it to this day a lot it scans the body and it and it shows balance or inflammation or weakened areas and it as i started learning how to use it and it was quite a learning curve for it and i had to fly up to georgia to learn how to use it it was telling me that i had lyme disease and at the same time you know how the universe works i got invited to work for a whole food supplement company and i said well i can't work full time because I'm too sick. Right. And the lady I was working for said, don't worry about that. Our doctors will get you all straightened out. And after seven months, you know, they were testing me every month and finding out what would strengthen me and what would get me back on track. And it, it did. In seven months, I was a lot better and I was working time Good. and a half. Wow. So... Okay, now, have you still got the residual viruses in your body? I probably do. Mm. Um, uh, you know, sometimes I'm bothered with virus. You know, Epstein-Barr is a big one for all of us. It is. And um, you have to watch what you do. You know, it seems like if, I, if I'm not doing three things all at once if i'm not sleeping if i get stress no sleep and not not eating well mm. i can 
have some symptoms. Right. But I know how to get rid of them very quickly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll be coming to that very, very soon. Um, when you discovered that you had Epstein-Barr and Lyme, what was your initial reaction? Did you have a, a plan set out in your mind of how you're going to um, resolve the issue? Or did you ask the people that you were working with? Because they were trained, um, they were holistic right. doctors, weren't they? So, was it Well, that? before I was invited to work for the, for the company, I mm. thought, what in the world am I going to do? I'm not going to go to a regular doctor and be put on antibiotics. I'm just not because I'd already been down that road with other things. And, it, and probably that's why I was quite sick and more affected by it little by little and just didn't realize it because I had gone the medication route for yes. other things. You yes. know, if, you, if, if a doctor puts you on antibiotics every two to three months for several years, mm. you know it's going to take all your gut gut flora away absolutely absolutely yeah. and so what kind of what what do these holistic doctors do that was different from they doctors. they tested me with with the scanning machines they did muscle testing on me they found what uh raw materials or whole food supplements would make me strong and i took handfuls every two to three hours for seven months straight. And I was, I chew it up. Didn't taste very good, but I don't care. I want to get well. Mm. And so I followed what they said and I cleaned up my diet. I didn't know what eating clean was really before that. And little by little, I got better at it and got the sugar and carbs out of my diet. And yeah. I was feeling a lot better. Mm. And so that, that was my healing journey for that. But Every now and then I was still bothered with viruses um, and, you know, finally went to the doctor and got actually diagnosed for Epstein-Barr. And they just said, you know, we don't know how long you've had it. It's active right now. Hmm. And all you can do is go home and sleep. And that's what they told me at that time. And Gosh. so I kind of slept it away hmm. and um, just rested. Yeah. <clears throat> and you had your new job in Florida and you had to try to keep things rolling over and it must have been dreadful, immense pressure for you to make ends meet. Yeah, it's, it's hard, but you keep on going. Mm -hmm. Now, you plow um, through it. the tests that you did, we don't mind name dropping by the way. If we don't, if you don't mention it, then people ask anyway, but um, you did, Live blood cell analysis. Uh, what is live blood cell analysis? If you can explain that. Part. Yeah, that was something I, I picked up and learned later on. I got, got more holistic minded as time went on. And it's a unique test mm. um, that's done with a single drop of blood. Yes. And it's placed under a high powered microscope. And it's connected to a video monitor. And so you can see a picture of your blood in living color. Right. <laughs> and you, you can see some anomalies in it, uh, like fungus, parasites, bacteria, uric acid crystals. And you can see the state, how the, the white blood cells are and how the red blood cells are. And you, you can see, you know, chunks of fat plaque floating around. And uh, you ask people questions, and it usually coincides with what you're looking at, you know, their complaints or their journey of their health and or what they're eating even. Yes, yes. So, so mm, I'm but, a true believer in okay. live blood cell analysis. Yes. So the live blood cells uh, show your blood, which is a reflection of your own health in your body. But I guess you'd have to be trained up to know what is normal, trained up to what these lumps actually are. Like you've mentioned Correct. the fat or lumps of cholesterol, I guess. And yeah, I actually went to school for it. Great, great. And so with that knowledge and armed with a blood uh, cell analysis microscope, and, and I have looked, they're not too expensive. 
then you can actually look at your own blood and uh, see what it looks like. Actually, right. uh, funnily enough, well, funnily, coincidentally enough, we, I've just come from Hong Kong where I held a conference there, and the, it was in a medical clinic, a, um, an alternative, well, I say alternative, but it's a natural health clinic. And they had a microscope where you put a drop of oil just over the joint between your nail and your skin. And you place that under a microscope. And it's not tremendously powerful, but you can see the blood cells <laughs> in the blood right. going to the very end of your, of your skin and then coming back again. And apparently That's right. It was nice and straight, those, the, you know, the, uh, the capillaries, it's good. And if you can see the blood flowing quickly, it's good. It's just it's intriguing. And as you say, you can see your own blood and get an immediate visual and of your health. And it's in real time. And it's in real time. Yeah, it's lovely. It's, it's, it's fun going zing around the corner. There's a lumpy bit. So um, he said that I'm going to live for a little bit longer anyway, which is, which is um, good for me, but well, not so good for other people. So much. But um, yeah. When your doctor does a blood test, they're looking at dead blood. Mm. When we're looking at live blood analysis, it's still alive. There's still stuff living in there. And if, when they're analyzing the dead blood, you know, nothing's moving around by that time. And they're actually looking for other things than what we're looking for in the live blood. And you can't really compare them because it's like apples to oranges. And it's good that you go get your blood drawn by your doctor and look at those things too. More information is always better. Yes. You yes. know, but the, the live blood lets us look at it in its live state. And so you can see things going on when that are still alive in there. And it's, it's not, considered a diagnostic procedure but it's more of a screening analysis and it may reveal some things going on that's affecting one's health because if if you have parasites yeast uric acid bacteria and plaque it can be very damaging if you have over the amount that most people have you know you don't you don't want a whole bunch and i refer to that as the livestock and everything inside us living like that, and I'm going to get graphic here. Are you ready, John? Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of graphic in my time, so I don't think you can scare me, but I'm sitting. Okay. It, it, you can plug your ears if it gets too bad. But everything inside of us eats and poops and mm. creates a metabolic waste. That, right. that And it's garbage. It goops up our blood cells, our organs, our brains, and it slugs us down as we age. And I can pretty much imagine how sluggish my blood was when I started moving extra slow just before I hit 50. And that's why so many people are on medications. It's the metabolic waste in our bodies stopping the normal functions of our organs. And, you know, medications also slug things down. Um, I handed out pills to sick and old people for 30 years and I saw their problems maintaining Mm. but I didn't see them ever getting very much better very quickly there and so I I knew there was something better some some other way of life I was always a little on the holistic side and and you know I was always getting made fun of because I'd bring my green juice with me to work and yeah i got a lot of fun poked at me but that's all right i was i was on the right track right so you um what what sort of things you've said that live blood um, analysis isn't a diagnostic method but what things can you detect if it's high if you're high in uh, uric acid you can see lumps of something flowing through your blood it does it look right from the things that we can detect when, when we're looking at blood, you're, you're going to see things. You can see the bacteria swimming around. And that might, if you've Gosh. looked at your blood, that might be mm. some, I call them little swimmers. Hey, see those swimmers? It's bacteria. And 
it's almost always present with sinus, dental, or bladder complaints. You know, okay. that's, that's one of them. Uh, we see parasites. Uh, they're either outside or they can be inside the cells, and they sometimes drag the red cells around. The red cells don't normally propel themselves. The white yes. cells do. Right. And so there's, and you can see parasites inside the red blood cells at different stages, sucking our red cells down to nothing. It's, it sucks all the, the B12, the folic acid, the iron, all the minerals and vitamins out and sucks it down to nothing. I've seen it so flat and so little and still moving. And then it moves on to the next weakened cell. And you talked about uric acid mm. a little bit ago. Um, they're either small or large chunks floating around okay. in the blood. And most of the time people are complaining about joint discomfort or gallstones when you see a lot of that. And they're probably not digesting, they're probably not absorbing their protein. And the body creates this in a reaction to weak digestion. Wow. And I had a lot of that when I started. And it looked like gigantic sticks because you're magnifying everything. But right. now that I'm better, I don't have quite so much. And my joints don't hurt as much. Good. And folks, folks that have low iron, you'll see white rings inside the red blood cells and maybe the nutrition isn't getting in, or maybe we can clearly see if the blood is overrun with parasites, possibly sucking the nutrition out of it, making it, you know, sucking the iron out of it. And um, a couple other things, um, white fuzzy debris with no boundaries, that's fungus. And that goes bye-bye. You know, you can, you can monitor people's blood every couple months. And if they're following the steps, that goes bye-bye when they're, when they're following the lifestyle change and the antifungal herbs, or if they're doing things like a Rife machine regularly. And I've had experience with two clients with, with sickle cell. And it kind of threw me. I'm like, wow, their, their red blood cells are not round. No. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. And they're, they are, the blood cells are in the shape of a, of a sickle and Gosh. it's long, maybe a little curved with points on the ends. Mm. So that, that was very interesting. And if we see hairs or armor on the red blood cells, that always goes away after an herbal organ cleanse is done. And that's what I call junk in our trunk. You know, when you see something visually, it's all very well to get a report saying you've got this disease or sickle cell or alone, whatever. But when you see it graphically, <laughs> live, not a right. photograph, but live, that would have a greater impact, wouldn't it? And, and prompt people really to take better care of themselves. I wonder if someone's a smoker, is there a change in their blood? Do you see a change in, the, in what the blood looks like? Yeah, the, the red cells are usually pretty stuck together. Okay. Uh, and, you know, we would, we would work on getting stuff out and especially heavy metals. Yes. Because, of course, yeah, cigarettes contain heavy metals, don't they? Right. Right. Okay. So the steps, yeah, the, the uh, subject of this week's hymn was junk in our trunks and how to get rid of the junk. Um, what sort of steps do you take? What sort of herbs would one use? to do a cleanse, to flush out well, unwanted? Most live blood cell people spend maybe a half hour with folks. I spend an hour to an hour and a half. Yes. Because it's, it's actually lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And you, you can't continue eating a ton of sugar, a ton of alcohol, and a ton of carbohydrates. Uh, you know, the, that kind of stuff coats our gut and doesn't let right. us absorb. And so, you know, you know um, there's, I, I usually use combination herbs um, from a few different companies and um, fungus and parasites. I, I have a real good parasite cleanse and I can't even start to tell you what's 
what's in that one because it's all herbs from the Amazon. I can't even pronounce some of them, mm -hmm. but they work really, really well. Right. And so uh -huh. nine, 90 days on that, it takes care of the fungus and the parasites. And some people, like I do one or two parasite cleanses a year. Just get them out of there. My DNA is not very good looking. I've seen my DNA. And I have the DNA that, that throws a door open and says, come on in. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I need to do a little extra work than the average person. And I have a lot of clients that, that are fragile too. Okay. So fragile people need to work just a little bit harder with things. Are there easy steps that someone can take to naturally detox or flush out parasites and toxins in your body things like pulverized uh papaya seeds yes because um, they they yes. taste terrible <laughs> everyone's ever tried it. this it's very mm. chemical taste it's got the uh, sharp edges and i'm told it sloughs yeah. off anything that's hanging onto the side of your intestines oh that or that let's go yuck and lick of everything because <laughs> it tastes dreadful i've gotten used to those just a few in each bite along with the fruit oh you and bite it's them. not so bad oh okay okay and you can put them in smoothies too yes yes but, uh, you know a little bit yes well if you put too much in it you you know about it don't you and what, what we're talking yes, about is when you when you peel a papaya and you put it into a blender you don't take the seeds out just leave the seeds in there and um well, some, some people, if their digestive system is fragile, yes. they may want to try a little at first. I would say that would be a wise scheme. Um, I didn't, and I really felt, uh, it felt like I was drinking, it was definitely very high chemical taste. You, I mean, papayas look so harmless, they taste so wonderful, you wouldn't think that the seeds are so evil. But they are, That's and right. the parasites don't like it at all. Now, um, Carmel has made a, a very um, interesting comment. In Australia, um, apparently they're very much into live blood testing, and she says it's important uh, to, to, you know, to help uh, see, you know, find if women have got uh, breast cancer, because that type of cancer doesn't show up in any blood test, apparently. And so it's good to see what is happening to um, help heal the, the problem. So if you... And illness is just debris and chemicals and junk that doesn't belong in our body. Right. So any way that you can come up with, like even if it's uh, kiwi fruit, because that, that sort of helps flush things out as well. It's anything that makes things happen quickly. <laughs> Must be good. Right. Yeah, and everybody... You need to treat people on an individual basis because um, not everybody can handle a detox or a lot of stuff all at once. Some people, if they're really quite ill, you have to go slow with them. And that's okay. You just get started somewhere. Some people I just start with, hey, you got to make some green juices, ju uh, juice every morning or smoothies mm -hmm. and uh, just you just get started and you take baby steps. Yes. And some people can jump in with both feet and do it really quite well. And that's good too. Well, some people don't have the luxury of time, you know, Julie, when they've got something really bad wrong with them and they, they've been told they've got X number of years, months to live. In which case they may decide to forego comfort to try and try and... Right. I take the problem. When you make these green smoothies, do you add other things to make it more effective, like psyllium husks to add some roughage? Or um, I was taught to keep that kind of stuff in between meals okay. and away from vitamins, away from the nutrition, because it sucks in and absorbs toxins. Right. Uh, well, the psyllium husk, yeah, more roughage, but... Um, but um, like apple pectin and, and bran and stuff like that, that's, that's sucking in the toxins um, 
should be kept separately. Okay. Okay, because of course the nutrients but, are important. You don't want to have anything absorbing them before your body's had a chance to look at it. <laughs> yeah, and and it's and it's really good to scratch that junk off the the colon wall. It really is. Yes. Well, I was at one conference and the and they showed something very graphic, and it may become true. Like you can now um, you can block your ears, Julie, because I'm going to get a little bit graphical here. Um, the the your intestines, of course, you can have. You know, you, you, the, what, what goes through intestines, past the intestines, and, and uh, it's more large and cut off. But um, you can have a caking on the outer wall, and it doesn't move. And it mm. prevents the, as well as just stagnating and not being very nice, it also prevents your intestines from absorbing because it's got always the same the coating there. And it's very liquid. It can be very liquid on the center part of the tube. But not mm -hmm. you know, be, be caked on the outside. And I came to realize just how different it was. And this was at a course which taught um, tummy massages, but it's one which you do oh. yourself. You do it yourself. And you don't need oil or anything, just need to have a, a bed. And you basically just go through a routine of massaging your tummy. So it's, it's uh, physically dislodging anything that can be uh, stationary in your, in your gut. Have you, is there anything similar to that which you've learned which can help? Exercise routines which can help yes. movements? Yeah, jumping, jumping on a mini trampoline is yes. very, very good to remove the garbage out of the lymphatic system yes. and also probably works really well for people who are a little constipated and have things stuck. And you don't necessarily have to jump violently. Just the up and down movement yes. is very good. Ten minutes every day. Yes, well, that and it's fun as well. You've got to explain yeah, to yes, your, you've got to explain to your kids that I'm doing this for for medicinal purposes. <laughs> no, you can't play on that. That's, That's mine. Right. Um, good, good cardio. Would that be uh, as? Would that be better than running, where of course you're bouncing up and down as well? Or better, or yeah, and, and it probably depend depends on the age, your okay. age, and it probably okay. depends on uh, do you want to put wear and tear on your knees and hips, <laughs> and uh, depends on if you're running on asphalt or in the grass, yes. barefoot in the grass. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, and you know, older people ha usually have knee problems already. Yes, yes. Now, Carmela, I've instructed our online audience, I've got to give five questions apiece. Now, Carmela's putting, she's been quite clever because she's actually putting comments in as questions. But I'll, I'll let this one ride. Um, um, Carmela's mentioned that she dry roasts the papaya seeds before she takes them. Carmela, you must be very helpful oh. doing things like that and very educated to know things like that. Does it taste better so if you roast them? Or is it still got the chemical mm. taste? Isn't that interesting? I've never heard of that before. And does it cut down on the gastric disturbances that some people might have with it? That, yes. that is very interesting. That's terrific. Yeah. yeah. So if you can answer our questions, that will take you up to your five, I think. Okay. And Carmen's also passed a comment that jumping also strengthens the bone structure. So right. it's, that is, it's true. If you don't use it, you lose it. And, and of course, when you stress some part of your body, it gets, strength, it gets stronger. And Carmen was saying amazing taste. Well, amazing, is it amazing as in not, that, not nice at all, but it's just out of this world? Or is it amazing as in nice? A pepper taste. Yes, I can believe that. A very hot, hmm. it's a very hot taste, isn't it? So it's dry and roasted. It makes it a little more pleasant, I guess. A pepper taste, hmm. okay? And, nice. And so, yeah, that's good. Okay, Carmela, thanks. You've, you've hit your five, but keep going if you can. Um, are there any other steps that people can take, Julie, just simple routines? Like a, a little jumper is good and they're fun. And so perhaps if they do a, a bounce for, oh, how long would you have to bounce for to have any benefits? Well, the rule of thumb is about 10 minutes a day. Okay, well, that's easy. Hey, guys, they can yeah. 30 or more. <laughs> Which would be even well if it's dinner. raining. 
If it's raining, you put it in front of your TV. Yes. And and watch something you really like. And if it's a nice day, you you roll it outside and jump outside and enjoy nature. Yes, yes. Great. And are there other things, other other things that people can uh, do to maintain their gut? Yeah. Um, you can you can put um, you know cayenne pepper in with lemon or vinegar yes. and a little bit of stevia in water and drink it, and that is supposed to help dissolve some of that caking colon stuff off the wall. Mm. If you do it every day, it's it's yeah. like a a very little mild you know lemon or or vinegar is is real good at melting things. Oh, great. That is good news. And if you have vinegar in your cooking anyway, would that also help? Yeah. Vin- vinegar is great. The, um, you know, the vinegar, the organic vinegar with the mother. Very good. Okay. Okay. So cider, apple cider would be good. Would it? Yeah. Apple cider uh, for some people that if they might, uh, it might be a little too sweet for them, you know, too much sugar, too much concentrated sugar in uh, the apples without the fiber. Yes. Um, but um, I, and I suggest for people in their green smoothie every day to put a whole lemon or a couple little limes in there with it. All right. Right. And okay. that's, that's good too. And it makes the taste good. Yes. Along with some ginger and turmeric. <laughs> well, you know about it. Now, would you have you had much experience, Julie, with essential oils? Yes, a little bit. I'm not an essential oil expert. Yes. But um, I I do use um, uh, thieves a lot, and okay. it, that's a mix of mix of things, um, yes. and it smells like cinnamon and cloves and all kinds of good things. Sometimes I just put it on because I like to smell it. <laughs> okay. Okay. You don't ingest this oil. Um, yeah, I do. Okay. Um, I ingest, um, I have ingested melaleuca oil. Yes. I, and you can make a tea out of it and it's, and it's great to just make green tea and when it's hot, you put a couple drops of the melaleuca oil in it and you yes. breathe it like yes. this and yes. it clears up sinuses, helps yes. if you are starting to get congested with something and then mm. you drink the tea. Okay. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different um, oils I've ingested. I just can't think of all the things. Um, frankincense, you can drop a couple drops on your tongue. Yes. Yeah, frankincense. That's, frankincense is one of those wonder oils. So it's really magical yes. what it can do. It's very strong. It's got a burn to it, but um, its curative properties are quite amazing. If you have got a, a little spot on your skin and you think it might be a might be something that shouldn't be there, you put some mm-hmm. frankincense on there, just throw it in, and over the course of a few days, it tends to disappear. So it's. it's mm-hmm. um, Great. Now, a few um, questions have come through on the internet. Um, can we do the live blood cell analysis to test for Lyme? You said before that the regular Lyme tests are not really that fantastic. But can you detect Lyme disease with live cell? Um, probably if you have a really high-powered one. Mine goes to 100, and I cannot. Okay, okay. Okay. But even to a hundred, you can still see inside a cell. You can see the parasites in the cell. You can, you can see little things swimming around. You can see their like little black dots, like their head. And they'll, they'll, you know, I, I say they're like teenagers. They get in there and they have parties and they have babies. And then they start going in opposite directions. <laughs> this is too fast. Too fast. Like teenage. Oh gosh. It's, it's terrible. Wow. Yeah. And, and so you, yeah. And, and it might be parasites. It might be bacteria. I, I don't identify uh, the type of bacteria or parasite, but all, all I know is, Hey, if, if you 
spend some time and, and take some herbs along with your meals, mm-hmm. or just some of them are just before your meals. When we look at your blood in three months, chances are you might see less parasites in there. So you can see the progression to health that way and get encouragement. Yes. Yeah. Every two to three months Good. if you're working Good. on something. Yes, yes. Okay, um, a question from Lawrence Lee. Uh, uh, how do you deal with gallbladder stones? Um, well, I have this super-duper mix from the Amazon called Stone Busters. Yeah. 90 days. I actually... Um, have a personal story with my sweetheart. Uh, he got diagnosed with kidney stones. Mm-hmm. And of course, the doctors gave him a pain prescription because he was in so much pain. Yes. I knew what it was, but I wanted him to have a diagnosis so that mm-hmm. we knew which way to go. Okay. And so pain, he needed the pain medication and he came home and they he was going to run out before, you know, they send you to a urologist to actually get the medication that starts dissolving them. Okay. Well, in 48 hours, his pain was gone and so was a stone. So never, and that was two, three years ago. Gosh. So it, it works pretty fast. And, and it just melts it and disintegrates it, turns it into sand, and it goes out of the body. Wow. Okay, that's, that's incredible. Um, yeah. Okay. Very easy to get rid of. And, well, that's right. A family member of mine, is, uh, they had a kidney stone. It was just incredible pain. They said it was worse in childbirth, even worse than, well, one of the worst pain they'd ever experienced. And, yes. um, and she was in hospital for a while. It's terrible. And then Lawrence passes the comment that uh, thieves oil blend is great. One of the um, the um, best ones that, that he's tried. So um, yeah, thieves. I haven't actually tr- I looked at that, so I must have a look. And this this a blend. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that has they got things like That's the Frank. Right frankincense and others you can use it externally and internally or is it external only oh sorry you lost me for a moment there is thieves oil uh, safe to ingest oh lawrence says yes <laughs> it's supposed to be the expert who answers I questions. Yeah, okay okay thank you i think lawrence wants to be the expert <laughs> no good on you lawrence i'm just giving you giving you a bit of a hard time there Okay, now there's a few other comments that are coming through with our online participants. Um, now, Carmela is asking, um, what about the, th- the free living nematodes in the apple cider vinegar? Do you have any views on that? I've never heard of that, actually. Um, I've never heard of it either. I, I haven't had any problems that I know of with yes. it. But, you know... Um, you you don't know what's in stuff lots of times i mean bottled water um wow. prepared foods there you know nothing is without taking a chance uh, even your greens uh you can wash them you can soak them yes and we're we're probably ingesting a lot of things and that's why i take digestive enzymes with everything that i eat yes because parasites nematodes it's it's just protein and that's why people get stones because they're not digesting they're not absorbing the two very most important things in the world digestion and absorption and if we don't have enough stomach acid to take care of anything that's coming into our body and 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 devouring it Mm. before it gets down in and starts laying eggs usually Digestive enzymes is kind of a protective thing that you can use. And if you don't have that acid in there, you need to take them anyway or you're going to get stones. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, the body will make those stones. Right. 
Carmen's got me worried actually because she's saying that um, they, uh, they're called vinegar eels, so it must be quite common. Ooh. I know, and if, they live in, if they live in vinegar, it means they can live in an acidic environment, which is your stomach, which is your first, um, first stage in your oh. system. So, isn't that scary? Oh, I'm going to take my vinegar to work and put it under the microscope. And have a look. That will be interesting. Gosh, yeah, if I see anything, heard. I'll take pictures and send it to you. Gosh. I wonder how small they are. With a, with a, oh, yeah. <laughs> I would I'm like going to have, have to look. look that up. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that information. Yeah, Carmen, yes, actually, Carmen, I must have you one, one, on one week as an expert because you obviously know a lot about life. Yeah, can you, can you have her on next week? Next week, okay, done. No problem. Good on you, Carmen. Then, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, so, the we've we've discussed how to encourage the waste to be released through your body. Um, are there any other natural foods that naturally absorb waste as the part you know when you ingest them? We've talked about fiber, but are there other foods that can? Yeah. Help? If you get full-grown uh, kale yes. and put that in your smoothie and, yes. uh, you know, the more fibrous vegetables, yes. oh boy, you'll, you'll know it the next day. Really? Now, is this raw kale or boiled kale? Yeah. Raw. R raw. Okay. So you'd have to wash it, I guess, beforehand quite well because... Cut off and that have some nasties and the, the boiling would kill. But if you're having it raw, then you have to right. And I, I soak mine. I, I use, uh, you know, and I don't know how good the vegetable wash spray is that's on the market. I have. Um, I actually use a little bit of what I. Um, it's called MMS Miracle Mineral yes. Solution. Sure. Use a few drops of that, um, or Hey, what about essential oils? Right. You know, the lemongrass or yes. or the melaleuca oil. Drop that mm. in there. Um, Carmela might have some good ideas about different oils that would kill things. Well, she can tell me vegetables. next week during during the summer. Maybe that's a subject we can do next week, Carmela. Well, you I can't wait. Well, we won't leave it up to me, Carmela. You tell me what subject you'd like to talk about, and we'll go from there. Yeah, but if you use an essential oil for cleaning vegetables, I do this quite often with lemon oil sometimes, with lemon oil, but it, it goes mm -hmm. on the surface only, so it doesn't really, it's, it's not a disinfectant for the water underneath the oil. I guess, yeah. it, I guess it does coat what you're cleaning or rinsing, I suppose. But, um, mm. Now, Carmen is saying you can, if you hold the bottle of vinegar to the light, you can actually see these eels. <laughs> There's tiny little worms inside the vinegar. Gosh, how scary is that? And so wow, this, with the with the naked eye, even, huh? Yeah, so they must be quite large. I wonder what they do inside you. I'm I'm going to go get my bottle of vinegar and have a look. Well, I guess if it's a commercially made vinegar, they'd have some. They'd, have, they'd be pretty sanitary, um, pretty clean, uh, sanitary. Does she know a brand to stay away from? Uh, she probably does, but um, she yeah. But um, I don't know if they could mention um, bad things about companies on air. They're not good for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a, there are. We don't like that. No, that's no. An, a new something for me to study. <laughs> it is scary, and she's saying they aren't yeah. they aren't they aren't good for you, especially if you have lime. So no, when you've got lime, I mean your oh, body. Oh boy. Your body's really having a fight, and so to have an additional battle on its hands is the last thing it needs. Now, Lyme disease, I haven't, there's only one person I've, I've actually had them on SAMA that say they've, they've cured themselves of Lyme, but I don't know whether it's truly cured or whether it's just in a latent state. The, well, you know, everything can lay dormant in, in, there's so many places things can hide for years. Right, right. And then when the time is opportune, when your immune system is taking a bit of a holiday, a siesta, out it comes again. And you see this quite often with hepatitis C. And um, 
I guess it's an analogy to your blood test because you can see the blood. Or when you've got hepatitis C or you, you can see the, you know, a cold sore flare up, there's something visual. And that's the reminder that you, have got, you are carrying this virus HPV on, you know, with you all the time. It's just waiting for the time when you're feeling a bit low, tired, run down to spring into action as they do, having absorbed all the nutrients it needs to, to uh, reproduce and go through their life cycles. The, um, right. So the visual things are very important. Um, we developed a little microscope which you hold to your eye and look up to sunshine. You can look directly into the sunlight. And you can see little worms that may be inside your eye. And that's another really? thing. Yes, we, we developed, well, we developed that. Someone else gave us the idea. We just finished it off. And um, hmm. yeah, it's only $5, I think. It's cheap anyway. Maybe it's eight dollars. Oh, I gotta have one. But they're, they're super easy to use. This works on the same principle as a pinhole camera. But I'm saying this because it's another way of visually seeing something which is making your life miserable. If you can see it, then it really, you know, it's all very well having these salmons and saying you've got to take this and do that. But some of these regimes aren't very pleasant, like papaya seeds, and. If you can see that a you are um, housing things that are non-human in your body, and B you can see them going down over time, then that makes it easier to stick to these regimes that are unpleasant. And so, yeah, right. blood cell. I certainly do plan to purchase a microscope for blood cell analysis. Is there anything I've got to look for or ask? When I'm, when I'm, when I am perusing the shop. Um, well, I, I bought mine from from the school I went to. Yes. Because there's probably a lot of different choices out there. Yes. And at the time, you know, you're you're a novice going through school. You don't mm. know. Mm. And so I was glad that that they. They just, yeah, I just bought it as a package price. And so, you know, I'm, I'm probably not the person to ask that. And, and right. it probably depends on, because you can, you can get more magnification and uh, it depends on what you want to see, I yes. guess, what you want to look at. Yes. And uh, if you, if you want to start, seeing tiny tiny things uh more magnification and there's there's probably good brands out there and and not yeah. so good brands and i'm not sure what brand i have right now but um i don't i don't think the brand name is on it but um probably has the live blood school i went to on it probably <laughs> but yeah um it, it, w it would take some investigation and some thought into what do you want to be looking at? And then find out what magnification you need for yes. that visual and go from there. Right. And more magnification isn't necessarily better because then you've got, <clears throat> as you go up in magnification, you go down in your depth of field. So it's harder to get things in focus, especially if they're three-dimensional. Yeah. Life tends to be. <laughs> mine, mine has three selections on it. One's 100. I don't yes. know what the other one is. I've never used it. Yes. But then there's 40. Oh. And the 40 one is meant where you can, you can take swabs from your teeth and gums and look under it and see some creepy things too sometimes. So even at 40 times you can see something. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. And, and they, were, they had some kid come in during the lesson at the live blood school and they yes. took a, a swats of his teeth and it looked like things flying across like that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we said, maybe you should go uh, use some frankincense. <laughs> use something or, or, or toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Brush your teeth and the essential mm. oils are wonderful. Mm. For yeah. your gums and your teeth. They are. Now, yeah. um, 
I use a blend of oils. Okay. I, I don't buy expensive, well, the toothpaste is a little bit expensive because I don't use fluoride in my toothpaste. I don't like putting poison in my mouth. And so right. I use non-fluoride toothpaste and I add three drops of essential oil. It's actually called On Guard every morning onto this toothpaste. That, and, uh, you know, you brush your teeth and it's it's fantastic because it keeps in your mouth even after rinsing and so you have the the natural curative effects throughout much of the day so in your mouth and it stings yes and it's you really know you've done it but it's fantastic for health of your gums and um, mm-hmm. yeah you know you know your teeth are clean um now yes. um okay uh Kamala has asked a question um, parasites in the jawbone. Now, we've talked about getting rid of parasites in the intestinal gut, which is basically flush it out with something that's that we think tastes nasty or is rough. But how would you deal with parasites in a bone? That's that's going to be a difficult one, isn't it? That's more of a dietary change, perhaps, or rife. How would you? Right. Gonna... You'd probably want to pull the big guns out for yeah. that too. Yeah. To do something like that I, I mean to do it with herbs you would you would probably have to stay on it a long long time um, and you know parasites do get inside organs deep into organs and right. it's just maintaining consistency and uh, I yeah I would probably uh, try definitely try the rife machine okay for something Okay. Like that, yeah. I actually misunderstood, uh, Carmela. What she was saying is that the, the boy who had his teeth swabbed <clears> most <throat> probably had parasites in that oh. cell. So this is what, what she was saying. It's it's early morning here, yeah. Carmela. You should be gentle with me. Uh, yes, so that's <laughs> right. It could, it could well be um, parasites, um, I guess, there. But, um, yes, if you've got diseases, um, viruses, that have gone into your bones. That would be dreadful, wouldn't it? Very hard to get into by normal. Yeah. Yes. And dietary changes wouldn't necessarily make much of an impact. So let's see if we've covered everything. We've talked about how to get rid of, I'll move this window out of the way, how to get rid of viruses, parasites, fungi. Is there anything, now fungus, you've mentioned about the white fuzzy things that you see in uh, blood as you're looking at it through the microscope. Um, now, fungus, is that best resolved through dietary change? Is that the best way of getting rid of the fungus in your blood? Gosh, that's scary, isn't well, it? Well, sugar feeds fungus. Yes. Uh, when we eat carbohydrates, yes. you know, a piece of bread or a medium-sized potato, yes. that goes into our bloodstream as sugar. Yeah. And so... Diet, dietary changes if if you want to go fast yes um, and and I use use herbs um, I can use some of the equipment that I have um, yes. but you should really own that equipment and do it more than just once a week or once a month you you're gonna have to have like a rife machine and get yes. serious with okay a schedule Okay. Of, so, of things. Um, but I use herbs okay. quite successfully. So, so what you're saying is that rather than <clears throat> going to a clinic regularly, because it's better to do it more often, it's more economical to purchase the equipment and then self-treat or self-take self care of yourself that way. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Um, and, okay. and watch watch what you eat. Yes. Okay. I, I, yeah, I use I, I try to like watch what I eat, but my nose gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> cat's claw yeah things like cats cat's claw olive yes. leaf yes extract um yes. oregano oil um powdiarco garlic is an antifungal yes yes uh, colloidal silver yes. is an antifungal yes yes well garlic's and, got sulfur isn't so, it sulfur's antifungal yeah and and so uh, these things learn to live in any environment yes so you can't stay on the same thing all the time, or if you're okay. using equipment, you need to change up the frequencies even, yes. I would yes. think. Yes. Um, I, I have a 
a beamer, uh, which is a healing mat that you lie on and use a couple times a day. And you have to change up the, the frequencies on that. Right, right. Don't keep the terrain the same. Change it regularly. Keep, mm -hmm. keep the viruses on the wee little toes. Now, Carmen Carm makes an interesting point. Uh, steroids, um, mm. she said, help uh, parasites to live happily in your body. So we can live, oh, un yeah. live unhappily. Um, and, of course, many people are on steroids now for one reason or another. So perhaps they should look at that. Yeah. Well, what's, what I've seen... Um, it grows fungus. Mm. I, saw, I saw the research where it proved after 20 years of me thinking that it does, uh, I, I've seen some scientific research documenting that the steroids create the fungus. Yeah, gosh. Mm. <laughs> and then all the worms, all the worms and things live in that fungus. The fungus lives on the heavy metals. And so everything is feeding each other and yes. fertilizing each other and mm. they live in their happy little environment. And so you have to change up herbs. You have to change up frequencies. You, you have to wake them up and zap them. <laughs> Get them out of there. Great. Okay. Well, just in closing. And you, you have to be realistic about it. <laughs> That's right. That's Sorry. right. No, 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 it's, it's all good. Now, um, just in closing, what, what sing, we, we live in a modern society, or, or um, many of us do, with modern dietary patterns and lifestyles. What, in, in one sentence, if you can, what one single piece of advice would you like to give the audience so they can make a big change? in their internal terrain? Um, we probably all need probiotics. Yes. Every day. Yes. Uh, because everything is killing that off. And, okay. and that's keeping us alive. And most of us need digestive enzymes. We, we yes. have to digest. We have to absorb. Yes. Probiotics. It's something we didn't cover, mm -hmm. was it? <laughs> anyway, yeah. probiotics. That's the word that, that's the thought that we're being left with at the end of this video. Julie, thank you so much for your time for coming on. We've, we've covered a bit of a spectrum of issues. It's all, it's all been good and it's all been educational. Thank you so much for your time. Well, John, you are, you are so much fun. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you're the only person that normally says, well, yeah, they said that on Sunday today anyway. Most, most people tolerate me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is fun. I, it's, been, it's been a great, great talk. I've, um, you've, you've been through it rather than learnt it, just learnt it. And when you go through something, you, you, uh, the depth that you go to is more, and it's more practical as well. So you've, got, you've given us more practical advice on how to resolve issues. And yeah, these summers, they are fun. They are fun. Uh, I look forward to talking to new people and, and uh, learning more things. Life is just one long learning curve. <laughs> one it which certainly one is. One that I'm just starting. <laughs> which has actually been, it's, I'm pleased that the summer's gone well because the, the, the morning started shocking. Uh, we had the, the, uh, the meeting that was set up suddenly fall on us. Onto, onto its nose, and my computer couldn't find the camera, couldn't find the microphone. You know, truly is lucky this thing's screwed on, otherwise, I'd have lost that as well. So, <laughs> things worked out good. So, maybe the, this is important for the rest of the day. The rest of the day is going to be amazing. Maybe, I've, I, I may be catching up with my friend Clive DeCarl. He's from the UK. He uh, interviews people, and he wanted to interview me about a, a uh, Pulse DMF device that we make. So, um, mm -hmm. That might be today, I don't know. But no, thank you so much for coming on. It's been wonderful. Now it's evening, I guess, at your place. You've got your lights on. It looks a little bit dark in your background. So thank you. Mm -hmm. for, um, for it's almost bedtime. <laughs> almost bedtime. Oh, gosh, almost five o'clock, six o'clock. So, <laughs> well, thanks again, Julie. It's been really appreciative. Thank you. Thank you. And 
and and thanks for Carmilla helping us. Yeah, look, Carmilla's great. She's with me most times. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can't, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm struggling to think the last seminar I had when she wasn't on. Some seminars are a little bit slow and the Carmilla is on. As soon as I see the Carmilla Walker is online, I relax. <laughs> She's, yeah. she's going to pull me through. She's going to make it happen. <laughs> she's good. She's good. Good. solid gold. I hope to meet her one day. And if you go to Australia, if you go to Sydney, I will be seeking her out. I'll be knocking on her door. But actually, before then, actually, we were talking about next week with the SAMA. So, um, Carmen, seriously, if you do want to do a SAMA, I think you may have what it takes. So if you think of any subject you'd like to talk about, drop us a line. Let Sam know and... Uh, We'll take it from there. Well, okay, well, <laughs> um, I'm taking up too much of your time, Julie. Thank you so much. Have a pleasant evening. No, <laughs> no I, I had a great time, John. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to looking at all of your, your videos on the website. I, I listened to a, a few of them, and I, I just got so much out of them. Seven, awesome. 78 now. I'm seriously. Thank you, for, thank you for doing this. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thanks again, Julie. Okay, you take care. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. You take care too. We'll do. Bye bye. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.